If you're anything like me, outsourcing tasks does not come easily. I'd much rather do it myself. But if we're going to grow and we're going to develop wealth, we have to learn how to delegate. That's exactly what I'm going to teach you here today on the Fearless Investor Podcast. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. All right, so this idea of outsourcing and delegating, it can be really uh, dreamy to think of, but I don't know about you, for years, I struggled with this idea of paying someone else to do something that I could do myself and I could save money and I could you know, make sure that I, it was being done the right way and that no one was screwing it up and that I had the best way of getting it done. You know, these are all the things, the, the, the limitations that we put on ourselves, the, the mindset that we create about these tasks is actually very false at the end of the day. Um, so what I want to do today is give you the seven signs of, hey, it's time to outsource this one thing that's on your plate. I want to show you a little bit of how to do that. Uh, but before we get started, I really want to set the stage of there's a few things you need to make sure that you're doing already before you even can think about outsourcing. The number one thing before outsourcing, you need to make sure that you've either mastered something or tried it yourself. Now, mastering something, obviously, that sounds a little bit intimidating, right? And you're thinking to yourself, well, there's a lot of parts of either what I want to do for a business. Maybe you've come here thinking I'm going to start an Airbnb business, or I'm going to start a wholesaling business, or I'm going to start a flipping business. And I know that I'm not good at picking up a hammer and fixing things. Okay, well, sure, you might not be good at that. You may not even master it, but I want you to at least try it. I want you to pick up a hammer. I want you to try something, and I want you to feel exactly what it feels like to do that task because it'll be that reason that you do that task and you hate it so much that will drive you to never want to do it again or maybe you find out that you love it and that you're actually pretty good at it and it's something that you might want to actually do yourself but especially if you're going to teach someone how to do something how can you ever expect to teach someone to do something if you have not done it yourself especially I'll relate this to Airbnb and in cleaning. Um, I was able to clean houses in under two hours that were three bedroom houses. So if I was going to tell someone, hey, you're getting paid on average $25 to $35 an hour. In other words, you're going to get paid $50 to $70 for an entire cleaning. This took me two hours. It should be able to take you two hours. Here's the process that I use in order to do that. If it's taking you any longer, you're just not following the process. The number two thing you need to do before actually outsourcing is making sure that you're making enough money in the business to have some leftover to pay yourself. There's nothing worse than doing a job, doing it well, uh, especially running a business and paying people and not being able to pay yourself. Uh, that is going to create a lot of burnout, probably a lot of resentment too, just even within yourself and also with those people that you're paying. So for example, if you're making $5,000 a month, 
and you're thinking to yourself, okay, you know, there's X, Y, and Z that's really just weighing on me. And it's probably going to cost me call it 1500 to $2,000 per month. You know, that's right around 40% of your paycheck that you're paying yourself, but it'll allow you to go out and do more things, create more income, but you still, even if you aren't able to create that extra income at the pace of which you wanted to, you're still earning about $3,000 to $3,500 after expenses and making this thing passive for you by outsourcing it to someone else. And number three, ideally get in the mindset of looking for technology before looking for people. People are expensive. People are going to need to get paid for their time. And they're probably going to do it actually a little bit worse than a piece of technology. So if we can find the technology, we're probably going to save money and we're going to have it done a little bit better. So start with technology. If there's no way to get that technology to take over it for you, then start looking for people. All right, now that you have that mindset, now that you're on that track, let's talk about the seven signs of when it's time to start unloading these tasks. Number one, the task feels heavy. And yeah, I literally mean it feels heavy. When you think about doing that one thing on your to-do list, you started it on Monday and by Friday, it's still on that list. It's likely because you hate doing that thing. And this is honestly where burnout can happen. When you just have a to-do list and a laundry list of things that you don't enjoy doing, think about that for a second. Is that something that's going to motivate you when you wake up? Are you excited to do those things? No, probably not. So this is also why you hear people that will mislead you that have tried to do that thing that you're doing and, oh, we tried that, but X, Y, and Z happened. Let me use a real specific example, Airbnb. Oh, Airbnb is great. We made a lot of money, but we had to clean the properties all the time, but there's so much turnover, but you have to talk to guests, but you have to be your own handyman and go fix things. These are all the people that didn't delegate. They didn't outsource. And so for that reason, they were doing all these heavy tasks. It felt like a lot. And for that reason, they quit. So the opposite of this is a light feeling. It's something that you enjoy doing. Maybe you love talking to guests. You love customer service. You were born for it. You're going to want to keep on doing that until you get to a certain point. You're going to learn about that next sign here in a little bit. But you're going to want to keep on doing that because that's something that it feels light. It feels exciting for you. You wake up and you're enjoying it. But if it feels heavy, you're going to want to get rid of that right away. The number two sign that it's time to outsource is if you have to actually be at a physical location in order to get that task done. You likely got into business for freedom, right? Well, if you have to be somewhere to physically get something done, make money, uh, accomplish a task, you've just stripped yourself of all of that freedom, guys. For example, if you're flipping houses, actually having to be there on site in order to oversee the contractors, or maybe you're your own contractor. Uh, if you're doing Airbnb, being the cleaner, being the handyman, being the interior designer, you have to be there for those things. Um, or if you're just a regular landlord, only accepting cash or checks, doing it old school and having to show up to the property and collect that in person, that is something that's going to hold you back from ever being able to feel the true freedom of real estate and Airbnb. But the good news is, this is usually one of those jobs that you can teach to. <laughs> anyone. I don't want to say a monkey because I don't want to make it sound like it's it's reducing uh, the, the importance of the jobs, but you can literally teach someone to go and pick up a check or you can teach someone to go clean a place. You can 
outsource and bring someone in who's a professional contractor and maybe does the job. Maybe again, might, you might be a contractor, but you have to be there in order to make money. Would you rather be working on one flip or have a team of contractors working on four or five all at the same time? because they have the team, they have the people. So that's where you want to come in and say to yourself, okay, if I have to be there physically, it's time for me to outsource this as quickly as possible. Number three, it costs you more than it makes you. Now, I know what you're probably thinking right now. Well, if I'm doing the task myself and I'm not outsourcing it, how is it costing me anything? Isn't it saving me money? For example, if you were to, let's just say, do something that, I don't know, takes you an hour. Um, let, let's, again, let's call it a cleaning in Airbnb. Takes you an hour and you're able to pocket an extra $70 that that guest paid you, okay? So you made $70 in that hour, but there was also drive time, there was gas. So really at the end of it, you're probably making about $60 in the hour. And if you were to hire someone to go do that for $50 an hour, then you are really only making $20 an hour. So whereas before you're making about $60 in the hour, now you're only making $20, okay? So it feels like you've just sacrificed money, right? But really the difference there is a $40 difference. Now it's time to look at this from a investor perspective, from an entrepreneur perspective. Is $40 an hour what you wanna make for the rest of your life? Or heck, is $40 an hour even worth your time today? If you don't know the answer to that question, it's because you haven't put a value on your hour yet. One of the best pieces of advice that I ever got was um, actually from someone who had been on Shark Tank. And he said to a room of us, you have to put a value on your time. You have to know exactly down to the dollar what your time is worth. And that's always going to accelerate. It's always going to get, you know, or, or it's going to go up and down at times as well, but you need to know that number. So now let's take that same example of, you know, making $60 an hour, or really at the end of the day, it's $40 an hour. And let's say that your time is worth $100 per hour. So if you're working, say 40 hours a week, that means you're making $4,000 a week, which means you're making $16,000 per month, which is pretty good. So if you know that, now you go and say, hey, I'm going to go save $40. So I just went from $100 an hour down to $40 an hour because I wanted to save money. I actually lost $60 an hour, guys. And if you do that over the span of time, I just mentioned to you how if you're getting $100 an hour for 40-hour work week, that's $4,000 per week. Well, at $40 per hour, that's only $1,600 per week. So now start thinking about things that way and you'll want to outsource stuff right away. If you can successfully change your mindset on that and stop trying to save money, but instead outsource what is going to lose you money and focus on those high money-making activities, that's when things start to 5X, 10X or more. The number four sign that you are ready to outsource a task is it's something that's easily done through a VA or an assistant. Now, this is typically things that are done right at the front of your computer. So admin work, um, doing laborious things like logging hours, um, scheduling people, uh, making sure that you're managing projects and overseeing that and people are going into the right places at the right time. These are all things that you can teach someone to manage themselves so that, again, you can focus on the high money-making activities. 
A really good example of this as your business starts to develop is a bookkeeper, someone that can get the profit and loss statements out to you and to anyone that needs to see them. I'm in Airbnb. I, I manage for a lot of people. And so, you know, this was something that I used to love doing. This was a strength of mine. I loved doing it when there was only five or six properties. Once I got to like 15, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work. And now suddenly I'm doing eight hours of work a week. That's not making me any money. I'm not making these sheets and these profit and loss statements for owners and getting paid for that. Uh, that's just something that is taking me away from meeting new owners. So I outsourced that to a bookkeeper. Yeah, it cost me a little bit of money. It's about $1,500 per month, but I was able to replace that income with one property. I went out and got one more property. By the way, that's not all I got. By outsourcing this, I'm probably picking up an extra two to three properties per every one to two months, which means that I'm creating way more income than I'm spending. So again, using Airbnb as the example, if you are responding manually to guests and you're not using things like Smart BNB or Price Labs for calendar management, which by the way, both of those are down in the description below on this video. Uh, those are things that can absolutely take care of about 80 to 90% of those tasks for you. And then filling in the gaps, the extra 10 to 20%, you can hire someone to uh, take over those things that are a little bit more of the exceptions to the rules uh, so that you're able to stop watching your calendar, stop watching your app and start focusing on what's important in your business. Number five, simply if it's a weakness for you or just not a strength. I think John Maxwell illustrates this best. Let's take one skill. Let's, you know, John Maxwell is a leadership guy. Let's say as a leader, you're a five out of 10. He says the best you can do is you can move up about two points. So going from a five to a seven, seven is a pretty good leader. But if you're a two, what's the difference in being a two leader to a four leader? Not, not a whole lot, not a whole lot better. So if you are like, for example, me, I don't consider my customer service for guests to be very good. So I outsourced that right away, but I felt that my owner relations was very good. I felt I could, I, I could develop a really good relationship with an owner. So I'd probably put myself as at about an eight or a nine out of 10 on that, which means that I should focus on those things. I should put more time into that so that I can become a 10 out of 10 and also work in my strengths. Long story short, work in your strengths, outsource your weaknesses. The number six sign that it's time to outsource something is that someone can do it better than you. You've heard it so many times. If you want a job done right, do it yourself. That is the worst advice possible. If I want to see a ballet, I'm not going to perform in the ballet because I am not a good dancer. Why would I want to do that myself? So when you hire a specialist or you train someone to become a specialist, you suddenly have someone that's laser focused on one or two tasks, and that is way better than you trying to fit that into your plate of 30 different tasks. I'll give you a pretty good example about this. I, I mentioned to you earlier that I'm a numbers person, so I really enjoyed doing all of those owner statements at the end of the month when I was at five or six properties because... It was really something that I had time to put into. I, I could really focus in on one of my strengths. But at the same time, I realized I was not the best at doing that. In fact, I was not even probably one of the good ones at doing that because I didn't have the systems. I didn't have the technology. I didn't go to school for that. I just really looked at, okay, here's a profit. Here's a loss. Let's add that together. I like numbers. This is fun. But 
at the end of the day, if I'm going to grow this business and I'm stuck in front of a computer for 10, 15, 20 hours doing something that I already know someone else can do way better and I can pay them about $1,500 per month and that'll allow me to go out and talk to more people and create an extra $1,500 per month and probably uh, in under five to seven days, man, what a difference in that mindset, what a difference it would make to have someone doing it a much more professional way. And how much better does that make me look too? It's just like if you have some sort of medical condition, if you have a, uh, you know, let's call it a shoulder issue. Are you going to go to a general physician? No, you're going to go to a shoulder specialist and you're going to ask that shoulder specialist, Hey, you've seen tons of things on shoulders. What's going on with mine rather than someone over here. Who's just looking at a overall physical well-being. That person is not going to be able to give you the same type of insight and professional look as the person who just focuses on shoulders all the time. And lastly, number seven, it is time to outsource when you realize that if you were gone tomorrow, your business would crash. Now, this is a very uh, morbid and horrible thing to think about, but guys, it's a reality. And especially if you're asking people to invest in your business, it's going to be a question that you get asked. So if you have not asked yourself this question, hey, what happens if I lost the ability to perform tomorrow? If I lost the ability to talk, to raise my hand, to walk, um, or maybe even, God forbid, if I pass away tomorrow, what is going to happen to my business, to the people that have entrusted me, and including all my employees that I pay every single day? Now, I'm just going to be honest. This is going to feel, when you're doing this, uh, selfish because what's happening is you're removing yourself from something. You're, you're working less. And when you're working less and you're hiring people to do more, it can kind of have that like mm, tug at you kind of feel of I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And, and your, your gut is going to tell you, let me go back to doing that thing because I feel bad that that person's doing that. But again, mindset shift here. It's actually the most unselfish thing. It is the most selfless thing that you can do when you completely remove yourself and you don't have to even lift a finger in order for your business to run. Let's just look at the big picture here. If you really do lose your ability to be there in person or lose your ability to perform and your business is still running, your employees are still getting paid and your investors are still making money, Man, how awesome of a feeling is that, especially for the legacy that you're leaving behind? That's why I wanted to end with this one is because I really want you excited about going out there and outsourcing and delegating because it truly is the most unselfish thing that you can do for your business and the people that are relying on you. If you like this advice and you have not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure to do so. And if you have not checked out our website, fearlesskyle.com, all of our resources on Airbnb, including our free Airbnb profit calculator. We've got a link to our massive Airbnb Facebook page called Airbnb Masterminds. And of course, I've got my two courses on there under the Airbnb tab that you can go check out if you're ready to build an Airbnb business or even do this as a side hustle. In the meantime, I hope you implement these seven signs of how and when to know to outsource something and you go out there and conquer the world of investing.